0: You can tell everybody, go ahead and tell everybody, I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man,
1: yes, I am, yes, I, am yes, I am, I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Welcome to As A Man Thinks Podcast. Our purpose is to positively building men, both young and seasoned. Our goal is to positively impact the lives of men and the effects that impact has on their lives, families, and communities. As A Man Thinks wants to leave a legacy that will last a lifetime. Get ready to be encouraged, engaged, and challenged. In this podcast, you will expect to know what men go through. Hear us laugh, cry, share our personal challenges in this walk of life, As A Man Thinks. Hey, welcome back to As A Man Thinks. I know we've been away for a while, enjoying the summer. Hopefully you all have as well. Uh, but we are back, and what have you all been doing for the summer, fellas? Working. <laughs> working. <laughs> and
2: working. <laughs> I would say the same, but since I teach, I haven't really been working. Not like that, so I've just been uh, chilling and doing a whole lot of
1: uh, not working. All right. For the most part, and i just spent some time back home, if you don't know, I'm from Boston. So was able to go away and spend some time with some family, and other than that, just been working as well. But uh, we did something good this week, guys. We actually did an event with a uh, shout out to Jay Morrison in the Legacy Center. We were able to support a youth summit. Um, Dr. Meyer, Dr. John, appreciate you having us. What did you all think about doing that youth youth summit? I mean, just so everybody knows, it was a leadership group. We got to talk, teach a young group of young boys. Those boys were from the ages of about 12 to 17. What did y'all think about that? You summoned leading that? Uh I felt like it went well. Uh
2: I thought it was gonna be a lot of people there. So Courtney and Deshaun was riding me kind of hard because I, I don't like to speak in large crowds. So Courtney was making sure that she was okay, which that's what he was calling me the she. But I did pretty good. Uh the turnout was pretty good, the boys was pretty good, everybody got involved. Uh, which was enjoyable. So I myself believe that it turned out pretty good.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I thought it was, uh, I thought it was amazing. I mean, we had about, you know, 13 to 15 young men uh, there that, you know, we were able to uh, impart in their lives. And I I think the biggest thing that stuck out to me was, you know, them wanting to get involved, them, them hungry to, you know, uh, play their role and, and, You know, we did a little skit with them um, and they're super excited to get in the car and they're super excited to learn. So, I thought that it was a a great session. Uh,
1: Appreciate the invite. Yeah, the thing that stuck out for me was, you know, just hearing the children and we asked them what their passion was, what they enjoy. what are some of the things and, you know, it's amazing. Some of these kids and and I'll be surprised if you ask your children what their passions are because we heard things such as music and fashion and instruments and sports and what we didn't hear was video games or really i don't know so you know kids really have a passion and and i really like some of these leaders we asked them what was leadership and the majority of things we heard was you know caring for others learn how to be humble treating others the right way um, leading situations and you know being responsible for, for different things so i thought it was good that we seen those young boys really kind of step up and want to be leaders in their community so again shout out to jay morrison the legacy center um we loved it love love to come back and and be a part of that so today we figured we talked about what it's like raising boys all of us have boys here i've got two boys deshaun and andrew and you can introduce who you all have i just hold on a sec
0: i did not realize that i was this black i mean i'm looking at y'all black y'all black is different than my black my black is black black like i'm african black I ain't trying to detour, but purple, I just, my
1: yeah. God! But you also just spent some time in a stone. i sorry, great. I'm like, like saying, saying like
2: comedian is sh- saying that water soccer. Sh- really. Hey, I'm <laughs> hey, I'm
0: I'm black. They black. called you Michael Black, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Woo-hoo. hey, I might be. I'm dark, dark man. Okay, uh, sorry, but uh, so he he was saying that we were going to be talking about uh raising boys, you know, and uh, you know, I had the pleasure to have, you know, some great young men in in my life, you know, that I'm excited about having an opportunity to uh raise and, and part in them. So
2: uh I I actually have four boys, uh two of them I'm not sure if Courtney knows about yet, even though they are his god kids, which is the strangest thing. Uh, but I have four boys, um, and I definitely am excited. Uh, one just graduated, one's just not going to high school, and then two not even in school. So I got to start all the way over again. What you mean start all over again? I know. You want more kids? No, no, no. I'm starting. That's what over it sounded like. Yeah, I, got, I got a nine month old.
1: They haven't even reached school. The funny part for me was when Kyrie said, I got four boys, then he goes, Two of them, and I, I, I swear yeah. at some point you're going to say two of them. I don't even know if they're mine. Yeah. I was going to say, I hope your wife's not watching <laughs> you. just denied two of your kids. You pulled it off well, though, saying anything according to what they were. But for yeah. a second, so. I thought he was going to say at least two of them. He's not necessarily sure those are his or not. Yeah, at least one of them. The one with the green eyes. I, I told know.
0: him we need to check that one. You know, he's high yellow, green eyes. You know, he don't look nothing like his hairline his ain't receiving. Like, he ain't look nothing like this. So, uh, you know, paternity test, they all mine. They all own it. Own it. They all, they all yours to the court
1: say they ain't children no more. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but yeah, real talk, though, man. So, all of us have boys and we want to do two segments. So this wanna be about raising boys. And then we also want to do one on raising girls. And I know Kyrie, well, you know, right. he says he's got four boys, but we still think there's a perspective of someone who may eventually have girls, because I think they're not done, regardless of what they say. Until it's done, it's done. But so what is it like raising boys, y'all? What is, you know, what is the what is the privilege? What are some of the challenges? You know, what do y'all feel about raising boys that's unique? Right.
0: I really think it's easier to raise boys than girls, but I mean I ain't trying to look. How many girls all, do you have? How many girls? I have three girls. Okay. First of all, you know, let's not start nothing. You know, I ain't saying that 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 boys are better than girls, but I feel like boys are easier than girls. Just my perspective. You know what I'm saying? All y'all beehives and all the Women run the world, please don't come for me, man. Cause I I'm not trying to be sexist. I'm just saying it just seems that boys are a little bit easier. I think that we give uh the boys a little bit more leeway than we give, you know, girls. I mean, you know, uh, fathers are super protective of their daughters because we instantly feel like, you know, our boys can kind of hold their own, but daughters are you know, might need their father to step up and say, wait, hold on a second. Don't, I'm talking to my daughter like that. You know, so, you know, I can understand, you know, uh, dad's being a little bit more protective over the girl than the boys. Um, but I hear it all the time. My daughters tell me all the time, oh, you let the boys do whatever. Oh, you don't care what they do. If they want to date, it's good. But if we want to date, it's a problem. Hey, they might be right. That they might be right.
2: I mean, for me, all I have is boys. Um, I mean, for the most part, I, I have um, pretty pretty good boys. Uh they don't do anything crazy, at least not that I not that I know of or not that they're gonna let me know about. Um, but I I don't have the challenges Courtney have because I can't really say boys better than girls or whatever because I don't have their perspective. But um it's been pretty easy. Of course there are a lot of uh like manly man challenges that you would think like so if you so like your son go outside in the neighborhood and get beat up or something like that, like that's a challenge or if your son maybe I don't want to not to offend anyone. Oh, it's not, it's not it oh, have nothing to do with y'all yeah, yeah, it up. Yeah. And I'm just saying like if your soil is soft so, uh, yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. it's just you know what I'm saying so like you have that worry of like okay I sure hope you don't grow up to be
0: you know, salt. Here, you know, here we go. Here we go. And there's here nothing.
2: Here there's not. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking so about. So basically, don't you know, like,
0: want your son to have sugar in things. Scandalized.
2: Okay, I'm talking about that. That's your problem. Hey, I, I, yeah. I, I, I ain't doing anything. I don't want no it's problem. It's just a Nobody sitting in my nose field or none of that. I'm just saying, like, for the for for is is. It's interesting to be a father of boys because there are a lot of different things that, as a man, you you feel like you have the perspective of what a man should be like. So, like, people would say, like, if your boy crying, you know, you'd be like, man, shut up with all that crying. We ain't doing no crying. Do I see blood? No, I don't see blood, so you good. Ain't no bones broke, you good. So that's just how men are raised, but... You know, now or they you know some of them are a little softer than others. So you know that's a what, word what you
0: mean when you say that some a little softer now. What does that mean? I don't mean anything? So go ahead and
1: that <laughs> so,
0: what does that mean when you say well, where,
1: where did it come from though? Yeah. So I mean there's you know, I I'll tell you this, and the reason I, I like this subject though is because we actually had a situation where me and Kyrie was talking the other day, yeah. so that's mm-hmm. where it came from. if so <laughs> y'all know where this where this came I from. It. I, I had a conversation with Kyrie and I literally mm-hmm. had my son in the car and I'm certain things, now my son's sleeping as I've driving I'm like, yeah, I can't have certain conversations. What if your son was, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> you're going to disown your son? You're going, you going to punch him in the throat or something? I'm like, dude, yeah. But, uh, so where does that come from? Like, I have an issue. So when my kids are in school, you know, boys are, boys are boys, right? You know right. And they're going to have certain testosterone mm-hmm. but I constantly remember teachers telling them, your kids too active, your kids doing too much, or they just won't sit down in the class. And I think a lot of times teachers and some of your teachers know this, y'all want little boys to act like little girls. You want mm-hmm. them to be quiet, mm-hmm. be passive, mm-hmm. don't have make, don't make noise, just sit there and make your day easy and your job easier versus where you should be doing is really learning what they're what what motivates them and what keeps them. And it helped them to do that. So what do y'all think of that? Because to me, I think that's an issue. I do. Teacher. I was just going to say, from a teacher's perspective,
2: um, I don't mind boys being boys, obviously. Sometimes uh, a lot of the boys in the classroom that do show out, they showing out, one, probably for the girls in the classroom, and two, because they just want to show out and they think they're hard or whatever. I don't have a problem with kids talking. I have a problem with kids talking back and forth with it. I'm not going to argue with you. As a teacher, I'm not going to sit here and argue with you because you're a child. But um, but I want boys to be boys. And so for me, I know for a fact, I'm not going to do anything that's going to make them I,
0: to make them seem soft. But what if the teacher's soft? And you have that. I'm just saying. Like, you, have you, that. you got a lot of soft teachers. You got a lot of male teachers that are soft. It's a lot of sophomores out here. Okay? Yeah. And all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, just because you in the classroom and you soft, you can't have my kid be soft. He might be a little bit more aggressive than you. You know what I'm saying? So he might don't take wipes to the bathroom. He use tissue. I mean, I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, let's keep it up on it. Hey, well, let's put that on the tape, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I feel like sometimes these teachers have their perspective of what a kid should be and how they should act. I and mean, some of these teachers don't even have kids themselves, but want to show you how to raise yours. Mm. Like, how is that possible?
2: You're right about that. There are some teachers out there that don't have kids. They do feel as though. They can
1: tell you how to raise your kids. So they've never raised a kid, but then they teach classes and Try to understand kids or teach kids, and they don't have an understanding. Well,
2: from what from what I've seen is, I, and this goes back to like things that we've talked about in the past. As far as when it does come to teaching and teaching male students in general, it's about building a relationship. Now, don't don't think that it ain't no soft boys that come up in the classroom and be trying to pop off to the teachers too, because they do. So all of them be popping off too, but it's it's. For the teacher, I feel like it's I don't know, the teachers are between a rock and a hard place. I do build relationships with the students that I deal with. Um that way I do know how, like Deshaun was saying, like I do know how to handle them or what works for them or what motivates them or what drives them. If anything, now like some just come in the classroom and just want to do what they want to do. I mean, you one of them soft teachers no. because they you know because
0: they you one of them. You know what I'm it's saying? You're one of them soft somebody, teachers. So, somebody, you know, when I talk about soft, I'm talking about you. I'm just going to tell you. I'm on the top. I'm talking about, when I was talking about soft teachers, I'm talking about you. Your name is right there. It says Kyrie Soft Teacher. That's what it said. I mean,
1: you know, so, you know, you how
0: you going to tell us?
1: That's, that's, you know? off, that's off of water, y'all, just so you know. Right. That, right. You don't see that red right right. sober cup right now. Right. That's just off of water right now. So. I right. know he had that Braves game. He, he definitely <laughs> fired up. Hey, he definitely
2: fired up. But guess what? You know what? If I had his child in my classroom, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say if I had his child in my classroom, <laughs> I know he at work all the time. I'm a I'm gonna make it very inconvenient for you him. Know? You kid ain't got hey, you come in my
0: classroom. I'm calling your daddy to pick <laughs> you up because I'm to have this thing. I got a question. What is the appropriate age? For a boy to date a girl? That's an interesting question. Cause for me,
2: I can say my mom and my dad for as long as he was here. Like when I when I I I was able to talk on the phone. So a lot of people wasn't able to talk on the phone, which was weird. So you could only get phone calls. And they never really, they never really told me, like, oh, you can't date. So I don't really know like what's a proper age or whatever, I guess. Obviously, they ain't going away when they're ten, but you know, after that, like, I don't really, I don't really know. Like
1: for guys, again, I can't gauge it against a girl, but I don't know. Like, well, I guess it depends on dating. So, I, I mean, my first girlfriend I had, and I was eighth grade, seventh grade, was that eighth grade? What are you fourteen? Right, uh, 13, 14. 14 so, yeah. I mean, I don't expect my kids to do anything less than I did. Now, my son, you know. 10 years old with a girlfriend, I need to figure out what we doing wrong. But I mean, you know, my my my, my oldest son's first girlfriend he yeah, had when he was maybe 15 years old. So I think within that range. I, I guess, you know, you have to have conversations about it. But I don't know if there's a necessary age now. If they talking about doing other things, now that's that's a real conversation that you gotta have with your son. I heard it said that with well, boys, you gotta worry about one piece. Well, girls you got worried about them all. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> look, so I think it's based off of maturity. Now, let me tell you this: my kids you still will tell you, my kids. You he look, still should be my, <laughs> kid, look, my kids. Oh. My kids, my kids would tell you that I say sixteen is the number. You turn sixteen, you be dating, okay? but I have a son that's 15 right now and he has a full-fledged girlfriend, okay? Uh, And I was talking to Deshaun about this. I'm gonna throw it out there. Mm -hmm. I think men, as we are raising our sons, we have this expectation for them that we want them to grow up and be men men, Mm -hmm. strong, hard workers, protectors, you know, being able to take care of their family, all these great things, right? We the thing that we don't want is we don't want our sons coming in switching, we don't want our sons coming in putting their hands on their hip, we don't want our sons coming in throwing their hand like that. Like, we ain't with that, okay? Now, we have no control over what our kids will do once they have age and they're old enough to make their own decisions. They can make whatever decision that they might want to make. But the thing that I would say is, that's cool. Once you're an adult, you do your thing, and I'm going to accept whatever it is that you decide to do. Okay? But until then, a lot of times, we will accept our boys to be dating a lot sooner than we probably would our daughters. Because we want to make sure that our sons is one of the women and not one of the men. Okay? Now, for all y'all lovers of all, that's great, (laughs) my kids decided in the future that that is the direction that they want to take. it's going to be a lot of blessed, oil, and praying, but I have to accept whatever. Right? I have to accept it. But at this particular time in their life, they don't make that decision. Right. Is the decision that what they're allowed to do
1: is made by mm-hmm. or their mother. So I, I'll I'll kind of you know give you an understanding of where that conversation with Courtney came from. So and this is a little serious, but I was telling Courtney that you know there's certain things that I actually do struggle with, right? And it's just because it's something I've had ingrained from a young child. Um, but I can barely remember some adults, some men. Uh, when I was of a certain age, providing me things that I necessarily probably shouldn't have had. Certain visual images of stuff and, you know, magazines and you all probably understand. Of women. Video. Not men. No. Women. Yeah, we're talking about videos and videos and magazines and all these different things that we saw. And, I mean, I was giving it. Hey, here you go. Take this. You know, I mean, I, I never knew what Kama Sutra was until my grandfather gave me a book on it. Right. I'm literally <clears> looking at images of things going on. So, that was I didn't my know, question. no Playboy until yeah. I got, got that book. book. I got it. I was <laughs> like, whoa. So you know, we do. We provide those kids those things, Do we provide our son those things because we want them. I mean that that that's something that, and I you know, they're old school, but old school gave us those things because I think that's what they thought. Okay, we want these boys to be boys. We want them to be men. We're gonna give them these things. Is that right? Is that wrong? See, that's 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 a
0: double edged sword because in the eyes of some, it's wrong. Because people will say, well, you're introducing your kids to the enemy. Okay? I would say, you don't have to be introduced to the enemy. The enemy already got a plan for you already. His goal is to kill, steal, and destroy. You think he going to look at you and say, oh, he get a pass? Absolutely not. If God himself knew us in the womb, this is and look, and for all the spiritual people, this is where we get into this tangle, okay? If God knew you in the womb, in your mother's womb, and he knows your beginning from your end, I feel like that means your life is planned. He knows the day you're going to leave. He knew the day you're going to start. He knew everything that you would be tempted with. He knew every struggle, and when he died on the cross, he bared all that because he knew it in advance. He would deal with this. Deshaun was with this. Kyrie was struggled this. And if you any type of a real man, you looking at this podcast right now, you can't tell me that there's not something in your life that you don't struggle with. Everybody's got a struggle. But even before we had that struggle, I feel like God already knew us and our mother's womb knew what we would deal with, gave us enough grace and mercy and strength to overcome it. It's just my perspective. So I would say again, some people might say that's wrong. Some people might ride with it. I'm in a position where I'm saying to my son, sometimes I I do walk in the mall with my son and be like, man, shoty right there, she bad, ain't she? Because I want him to look. I mean, I'm sorry. I want him to look. Because if he walked past and he seen Tyrone and said, dad, he's bad, I would have a problem with that. Okay? So I would have a serious problem with that. So, look, y'all can get in here, y'all can hate on me, you can be mad, but at the end of the day, I'm going to raise my son how I think is the best just like my dad tried to give me the best tools to succeed in life and ain't one man out here that could tell me that you might have secret struggles that you don't want nobody to know but you're struggling with something
2: right
1: yeah i agree i think everybody has a struggle i'm gonna let Kyrie speak but i do feel like when you do that you allow your children to be open up to things that you know right now we have over sexualization over you know, indulgence in a lot of things. And some of that come from things that we expose. Whether you think you're showing your kids something, whether it's, you know, a man and a woman, two women, whatever it is, to try to heighten that desire for that, you could be exposing them to a lot more things that they wouldn't have known. And I always say it because, you know, I always think to myself with them showing me those magazines, those videos, would they have done that to my female cousins? And probably not, you know, for the most part, you don't want your daughters to have a certain sexualization you want them to actually have less than that because you know, okay, girl, you're pregnant, they can be somewhere. you don't want them being fast. But it's almost like, okay, well, I mean, it's it's, it's a boy. I mean, he'd be a player. And so, so so it's that dynamic. And not that it's wrong, but what is that? What does that look like? And hey, look, I'm going to
0: let you answer in a minute. But I just got one more thing to say. So I agree with what Deshaun is saying, okay? But the other thing that I would say is, to think that our kids will not be exposed to something, they will be. So it's either gonna be like perfect example. I was never exposed to watching a flick or anything like that. I never forget, I went to a sleepover and I'm with a group of guys and and my friend said, hey man, when my mom and dad go to sleep, I'm going to pop this tape in. I want to show you this. Well, it was was his dad's tape. But when he popped it in, all these boys sitting there looking, we're glued to the TV, right? First time that we're exposed to something. And when we're exposed to that, I wasn't exposed to that by my dad or anybody else. I was exposed to that by somebody I didn't even know do you think that I was comfortable enough to have that conversation with my dad or my brother? Heck no, I hid it. Because I didn't want to have that conversation because they never talked to me about it. We never had the conversation about it. They never exposed me to nothing. They never felt, I never felt comfortable enough to have the conversation. So it became a part of my life of a huge secret. You know, and I want my sons to be able because I already know the enemy is going to attack and I pray daily, and I, I fast. I do all these different things to try to help my kids, but
1: in the same token, I, I want to be able to have a relationship where we can communicate. Yeah. So you want them to be able to come to you yes. about those things? Correct, and, and feel do, comfortable. Do you enough. expose them enough so that you know it's there, or how do you how do you start that conversation? How does that conversation come where you may not know they've been exposed to it, or how do you bring that up in terms yeah. of so
0: Perfect example. I, I've never exposed my kids to like a, a, a flick or uh, whatever the most i've ever done was in the mall and like yo man shawty bad ain't she that's the it that's the most just to get his perspective of you know his thought and i will tell you the first time i ever said that to my son he he didn't give me nothing really he didn't even respond he didn't even say yes no maybe whatever probably like Probably like a few weeks ago we we were all as a family watching something my son and uh he said uh something they had like a scene or something where the guy was kissing the girl and then we started to forward it and he's like hold on a sec, i want to see that and i was like yeah right you know, so i'm just keeping it the honey y'all i'm sorry look i'm just me bro that's all i am is me right you know what i'm saying we did the dab one <laughs> i was like oh my I, I'm a dog, right? But I'm just saying, I just want him to be comfortable to have a conversation so that I can be able to help him where he don't go through things I don't do.
2: Well, since Courtney decided you go going to take up all the time, guys, uh, I guess we'll pick, them, we'll pick this up <laughs> Uh, next time again, as man thinks, I uh, let Deshaun kind of roll us. Out. I mean, he's soft, like soft always. He man, soft. Listen, soft.
1: Shout out to the gentleman. If you see our sign in the back, as a man thinks, shout out. Cordy can tell you who uh who was that. Cordy? who was the one that provided us that sign, bro. I
0: can't tell you nothing, but what I can tell you is, <laughs> on our next podcast, we're gonna have that information, Courtney, because dude hooked it up, and you know we just kind of continue to you know grow the podcast grow the audience and and have you guys continue to understand what you're a part of something way bigger than us, but how can they get in contact with us? They can get in
2: contact with us on asamanthings.org or continue to watch us on YouTube, listen to us on Spotify. Not sure about it. I've been saying Apple, but we're going to have to recheck the Apple, but a lot of your live streams have us. Uh, Please definitely lock in. Uh, Again, our intent is just to pass information on um, things that men think about. It's never intended to offend anyone, so please don't take it as such. Yeah, so
1: don't take it as such. And then we do have, our producer got us here, so we do have a Midwest monogram, so shout out to them for getting that signed to us. And as Kyrie said, you're going to look for it, it's going to be AAMT, so if you're looking for as a man thinks you don't see it, put in AAMT. But as a man thinks, I would look forward
0: to talking to you next time. Peace.
1: As a man thinks, to learn how to get connected, support our mission and become legacy driven, visit our website asamanthings.org, or you can scan our QR code to get connected to our chat. You can also email us at partners at asamanthings.org. Either way, get connected, be of support, be legacy-driven, asamanthings.